This is Audience Meets Artist from Augustana Arts, where we bring you behind-the-scenes stories from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed artists. Today, we bring a special treat as Lindsay Genetic, Augustana Arts Outreach and Education Coordinator, catches up with Mercedes Von Pitchell, a teacher in our Music Encounters program. Mercedes teaches violin to beginning students at the Colfax Community Network. CCN improves and strengthens family and community life of individuals, families, and children living in the transient house or experiencing homelessness, primarily along Colfax Avenue. In addition, Mercedes brings after-school sessions to students at Godsman Elementary School, a Title I school in Denver County with limited music instruction in the classroom. We hope you enjoy this behind-the-scenes look at two of our City String classes. So we have nine questions. It's all about what a typical session looks like for for you in both CCN and in Godsman. Um, okay. So the first question is, what does the typical session look like for you and the kids? So, like, the, let's just talk about this first semester session. What is it? What does it look like to you? Um, so for Godsman, since they were all second year. It was a refresh of what we covered last year. It was a lot of relearning. You know, that's how it goes. Um, and then we started this basically playing all the pieces that we played last year. And then I started building on a few. I was really trying to stick with the essential elements and really getting them to read the music, but they just, there's no time. And they don't have time enough in their general music class to get that support. So it's just like, I was like, okay, am I going to keep, you know, really beating on the note reading thing? Or do I just want them to play and play more? So I'm doing more of the finger pattern thing, like Ash and I think, uh, what's his name, James was using and other stuff. Um, I'm still using like, we do, um, so Godsman, we come in, um, Deborah helps me tune the instrument. And then we do a warm up. So we do a, we go through like, we write up on the board because now we're on the D, A, and D string. So we write up all the notes starting from open D to open to third finger A on the E string. Um, so the kids have a visual reminder of, you know, oh, third finger G is on the D string. So we have all this information written up. We do a scale. We've been doing the A major scale. Again, they don't really know what that means. So we start on A and then down. <laughs> finger patterns is kind of the same as the D string and A string. So we do that. And I take a different rhythm, usually like a, ta ta or a ta ta you know some four beat rhythm with some rest in there just to get them thinking um and then we go into our pieces we take you know like a couple of minute break half ish through class and then um at you know during class i'll ask students to play um on their own if they want to we'll play duets like you know just kind of break them down go through rehearsal and then about 355 we um turn out CCN is much different. So I come in at four, they start at 4.15. So I try to get all the instruments tuned and they don't stay very tuned very well though. I don't know, maybe it's the building, but they slip constantly. So I tune the instruments, they come down about 4.15, um, about 4.30ish. I'm usually able to get them focused enough that we can start. Again, it depends on what kids I have in the room if I if I only have a few and they're really dedicated then I can get things going it's been a lot slower for this group the consistency and attendance is not great 
Um, when they're there, it's very hard to get them to focus. Um, yeah, so class for them is just trying to get them to play anything. <laughs> the structure is let's get focused and let's try to play a little bit. And again, now that I've kind of weeded it down, I think we're going to be able to start progressing and do more of a, a structured class like I do at Gosman. But it's been difficult to maintain any kind of true consistency with that group. Yes, that's about it. Well, were the reactions of the kids when they first saw and heard the violin when you played for them? So I'm assuming you played for them. And like, what, what were some of those reactions that, that you saw from the kids just hearing the instrument for the first time? Uh, well, Godman last year, they were, oh, they're always excited when they first hear it. Um, and then for CCN, it was different. Like I'd play for them and they seemed excited, but they were also kind of like, eh, eh. yeah, they didn't seem as jazzed about it. But I, again, I have a few kids now that seem pretty excited about it. But whenever I come in and I can play something kind of fun, then they're like, oh, you know, it's even if you play Twinkle Twinkle, they're like, wow. So, you know, it's fun to just play little things or play it really fast to get, you know, to see their expression on their face. Like, well, you just need to practice and then you can do that fast too. <laughs> So yeah, I would say it's fun. It's always good when you first play for them. But I didn't get as an excited as a reaction at CCN as I have in other places. Yeah. But you know, maybe that's just they got more going on. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on in their life? Yeah. And then what were some of the reactions of the kids that you saw when you heard when they heard the sound coming from their own instrument? So when they first made a plucking sound or a bowing sound, what were some of those reactions that you were able to observe? Most of the time, kids are not jazzed about pizzicato. I mean, the beginning strings don't resonate very well. Um, some of them, you know, they just, it's just kind of a thud sound, you know, honestly. <laughs> so... Uh, so as soon as you can get them on bow, the better. So I usually have been doing that within the first, gosh, it's probably like two months. I try to get them on as quickly as possible, learn some basic scale patterns. But they're excited when they can first use the bow. The pizzicato is not so great. You know, you're just like, this is. let's just get through this as quickly as possible, learn a little bit of muscle memory, and then we can add the bow. Because, you know, like everybody knows, if, when we, if we add the bow too early and the left hand's not ready, then it, you're just... Then you have to take away the bow, go back to the staccato. So it's like you got to make sure the kids are ready. But first doing that, first bowing is like, that's where you get them. The pizzicato, they're on the fence. They're like, I don't know about this string instrument here. But once the bow is applied, they're like, all right, it's loud. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, okay, what do you think the kids enjoy about coming to – a city string session like maybe they have said something or reacted to something when they first come you know what do you think that they're feeling and why they keep coming to these sessions um, well I know the Godsman kids um keep coming back because they all just they all just love it I mean they keep saying like if you know if the program comes back next year that they'll be back you know um and we talk about ways that we could you know try to get more students excited by having you know maybe assemblies so they can play for the other students you know to really get them excited and maybe we get more kids next year so they um they just love playing yeah they just like playing that's really it the ccn kids 
again, I think I've got it down to a couple of kids who are pretty excited about it. I think it's mainly just like something for them to do. I don't know if it's like, oh, I love the violin. It's like, okay, this is something to do. That's kind of out of my wheelhouse. Let's give it a try. Um, so yeah, I think it's a little bit of a different perspective from uh, depending on which group I'm with for sure. But you know, maybe there's love in there, CCN. I just don't know yet. <laughs> awesome. Um, and so can you talk about what some of the challenges or difficulties that the kids may have in learning to play the violin? I would say the biggest challenge just I think with always with music is a lack of parental involvement. Not good or bad, just that most parents don't know how to play instruments or they play a non-string instrument, you know? So it's getting them to apply everything that you do in your class to do it at home. Practicing, practicing. That's, I think, the biggest thing is the kids just don't practice. I think there's a few of them now that I have that do, but I had a bigger group last year. I think I had about 13 of them. And it was probably only this core group that I have now that came over that actually practiced. Um, so it's practicing, it's accountability, you know, it's an after-school program. So it's like, you know, it's, it just feels different to the kids. You know, it's not something that they, they don't have to turn in an assignment. I think that's true of all music, really, until you get to middle school, high school, until there's real accountability, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, whatever. Um, but I think, um, I think it's just the practicing. The CCN, of course, is they can't take the instruments with them. So even if they wanted to practice, they can't practice, which I understand because even in front of me, they handle the instruments horribly they just let them fall out of their cases or their hands it's just you're just like <laughs> um so I think two times a week is way better than one way way better so that's really really helped challenge is just the lack of musical support they have also in school so we can't you know like when I was in fifth grade and I was playing violin I already played piano so I already know how to read music and I had a full-time music program so I probably had a better knowledge going into it than other students. So I would say just their lack of parental involvement, lack of practicing and school music programs, just not providing enough information to uh, allow them to read music. Like read music is just, they can't do both. Yeah, it definitely makes it a lot more challenging with mm -hmm. all of those factors aren't, aren't coming together. Um, so then, Talk to me about what your some of your greatest joys for you personally in bringing violin to the children at CCN, especially there, that they really don't have the opportunity to learn music because of their um, their home situation. Um, so talk to me about what joys you have for bringing music there. Well, I guess for me, and I mean, it just feels like it's something that, you know, it's personal. Music is very personal. And if if kids are struggling with other things, coming to school or any kind of structured environment is really, really good for them. Um, and so when you bring in music, you're, I'm hoping, especially with CCN, because they're there's not a lot of equity in their education or obviously their homes. Um, so they're not getting a lot of um, experience or not. That's not what I mean. Um, when you are, 
not experience, exposure. They don't get a lot, as much exposure, like uh, compared to, you know, someone who goes to a school in Douglas County. You know, so there, there's just that lack of, a lack of equity, lack of music programs. They may have really no um, familiarity with the kind of instruments because they're classical instruments, you know, so kind of, again, out of their, you know, comfort zone. Um, so I just hope I'm bringing them some kind of like, hey, here's music, here's instruments. You may not like this one, but, you know, let's give it a try and maybe you'll really like it, you know, and maybe you really will, but let's, let's try something. Music has always made me happy. It gives me something to focus on. So when you're having a bad day, you know, you can pick up your instrument and be like, all right, I'm going to practice. And for that time that you're practicing, you know, you're not thinking about whatever is going on at home, you know, so hopefully bringing them just a little bit of peace and joy, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. And exposure to something that they might not necessarily get otherwise. Yeah, exposure is so important. So that's, that's truly is step one of what they need. Um, so you kind of answered the next question in, in terms of that. So we'll skip down. Um, what would you like people to know about the impact of music encounters or city strings on students in general or specifically at the CCN program? Well, I mean, music is really great for our brains. It doesn't matter what kind of music you're doing. It's great for our brains. It's great for development. It builds camaraderie. Um, it also forces you to be independent and think for yourself and make independent decisions while you're also thinking about what's happening around you. So it forces your brain to think in different ways. It teaches you to listen more. That's a skill that everybody needs. Listening better, you know, um, train our ears to listen better. Um, um, I think it's just important because again, there's a lack of equity music education is being pulled from all over. And I, I talk to people at the college level who, who see the impact of not having as many music students. And that's because of years and years of cutting away music programs. And of course, we're going to see that eventually and we're seeing it, you know. So we have to bring music to every kid in every economic social situation um, because you never know where there's talent. <laughs> And if you don't provide someone with the opportunity, then they have no opportunity. So I'm hoping, again, like the, doing this is we're just keeping music going as much as we can in, in whatever way we can. It's not ideal, but it's better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> for, especially like for Gosman, they would say it's definitely better than not having any kind of string program. Absolutely. I think you hit the nail on the head of saying you never know where there's talent. It's only you never you never know. It's it can be anywhere. Um, is there anything else you would like to share about the City Strings program or your experiences or a specific student or anything? I would just love there to be more classes, more schools, more students, you know, just bigger, better. So we could get together and have, you know, big big concert at the end of the year um you know and if we have more classes then maybe we have more i don't know again i don't know that the solution but more more would be great more schools yeah so that you know local areas can get together and do their what do they call them like their um gosh the districts they have you know like once in a while they get all the beginning together yeah. yeah to do little concerts you know so that more more opportunity to, for them to play together play with other kids their age you know that's that's always great 
Yeah. But agreed. Cool. And still before school. You know, if we could get some before school stuff, again, I think that would be really helpful because after school programs, I know it's it's a struggle with pick up and drop off. Mm-hmm. So yes. Anyway. Yeah. Agreed. So that's, that's about it. <laughs> Great. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Audience Meets Artist. If you'd like to support our efforts to bring life-transforming music encounters to children who might not otherwise have the chance to learn to play an instrument, visit AugustanaArts.org, where you can make a tax-deductible donation. We thank you, and we wish you all the best for a healthy and happy new year.